listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text our little show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Good morning. Morning. Morning, Frank. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good, Good morning, morning to you. We are, we actually haven't talked the whole and night you, through. And you? No, we mainly WhatsApped, didn't we? Well, I, I, I had night nurse, so I'd have been a lousy contributor. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. All right. Imagine we had a WhatsApp group with Frank. Imagine if we had um, a night nurse um, <laughs> chat chat room. I often imagine I have a night Where nurse. Where people all set night nurse story. and then talk into the early hours in a blurry green mist. <laughs> That's as nonsense. rock and roll as your imagination. And then we wrote it all down and we turned it into like a verse play. Oh, yeah. And I then did a... it at Edinburgh and then it really took off. <laughs> that sounds brilliant. What about that? And it was just called Night Nurse. That that's yeah. what we called the whole thing. Yeah. And then Night Nurse coming. Once, it, of course, once he got success, they weren't bothered at the beginning. But once he got <laughs> successful, Night Nurse were in saying, "Well, we want some money for this yeah, season." Yeah. And yeah. we said, "There's been Night Nurses before." Yeah, and they say you're, you're clearly referring to that. You're even fueled by it. Yeah. <laughs> then we got a court case on our hands, what was just a simple idea I had between yeah. a few friends on a radio Which show. Which we win and we drink the champagne out of the little plastic cups afterwards oh, outside oh, yeah, for like a coast shot, our victory. Like shot drinking yeah. out of oh, nice. We drink um, 250 <laughs> millilitres of um, whatever it is. Carver. 25, is it, millilitres? Yeah. Yeah. Or we could drink. We could mockingly drink creme de malt because it looks oh, like yeah. it. And it <laughs> also helps you sleep. Does it? Creme de Monte, you drink enough of it, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I thought it was uh, the drink of choice for people that didn't want um, other people to know that they'd had alcohol because it smells of mint. So well, they, they used to say the Pope drank it. It used to be oh, an right. old joke about well, it. Well, I right. think it's the drink of choice for people who are desperado. Right. That's the drink itself. But when it comes to that time of the night and there's nothing in the drinks cabinet. Oh, I haven't right, actually yeah, seen yeah. it for ages, have you? Is it creeping into... It is. I think it It might. is. (laughs) Creme de Monde. (laughs) The old joke used to be that a bloke had a drink of it in a pub and he had a whole bottle and just blacked out and um, and woke up covered in green sick. And... uh, he said, oh, God, I wouldn't have known any more of that. It's terrible. And I said, well, it's what the Pope drinks. And he said, no wonder they carry him around in a chair. <laughs> <laughs> Which I always liked. Very a very decent joke. I liked because yeah. it had the Pope in it, but it wasn't derogatory. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was, those are the days. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's the... the Pope uh, jokes. That's the night nurse... Um, the positive Pope format. joke. <laughs> <laughs> the night nurse format. Again, that'd be a good title. title for a band. Yeah. Um, OK. Here's the thing. Here's the I thing. What? There's a um, there's been a few posters gone up round my uh, in my area. Uh-huh. Posters? How yeah. about the seventies? Posters. Um, you know these handmade posters with a picture of a dog on. Oh yeah. Oh, what, like lost dogs. Yeah. All and right. you tear off the little thing at the end. No, we didn't have that. Oh. I didn't have that. Um, oh. The frill. Is that with the number? Well, it's on? a bit serrated. Eh? It's a bit sort of Flintstones outfit, it is, isn't yeah. it? No, it didn't have that. It had. Uh, it's got. A, I tell you what, it's got. It's got two pictures of the dog. One sort of left-hand profile and one right-hand <laughs> right. profile, as if you'd see it from one side and think, "Oh, I'm not sure that's it." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, but anyway, so they've got that. They don't have its name. Oh. Is that wow. a good idea? Wow. Well, if I'm... I see it, what am I going to do? 
Well, I don't know. I mean, you're looking somewhat searchingly to me as the dog correspondent. You're the dog. leading dog correspondent. I mean, I know people are funny about names because they don't want them to steal the dog. That's why they sometimes... But if you need the dog back... How do I know it's that dog? <laughs> well, exactly. If I go, Shirley, right. and it turns, Shirley. I'll think that's... It's a, yeah. it's, it's a, it's a, it's a uh, female. What sort of dog See is that it? that political correctness, I thought, can you actually <laughs> say the B word if you're referring to a female dog? And I bottled no, it. I think you can. I, Complete, you can. I bottled it, as we say in the, in the night nurse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what sort of a dog is it? Is it a mixed breed? I'd say what it looks a bit like a husky. Oh yes, they're right. very popular. Yeah, I could show Mush since uh, <laughs> <laughs> since Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. is that yes, what yes, this yeah. is the thing. But here's sense. the thing now. So me and my child passed three posters with this dog on every morning, you saying still don't missing, know the name. and there's two phone numbers mm. at the bottom. And, and Boz said to me, why is the two phone numbers? Is it like a lady's phone number and a man's phone number? As if they were, like, different <laughs> in some way. That uh-huh. got me very confused. I had to explain to him they are the same thing. Yeah. There isn't a special lady's phone number. Right. Well, it's not that I know of. Maybe on the dark <laughs> net. Oh, he thinks it's like the bathroom, is yeah. Are you sure but, he doesn't think that it's a couple that have lost the dog? Is that... Is that what he was implying? I suppose it's a family. No, I think he just wondered oh, right. why there was two phone numbers. Oh, well, it's I wonder why. It's a reasonable thing. Yeah. What's yeah, the yeah. idea? Yeah. I try What's one the big idea? What do I do if I see the dog? I phone one of these numbers, <laughs> which I don't have on a bit of paper. I have to, rem- have to memorise two numbers. And then if I see the dog, I phone them. By the time they get there, it's gone. <laughs> And yeah. they say, why didn't you call it? I said, well, what's its name? And they say, it's called Missing. I thought, oh. Oh, no. <laughs> I got completely confused. <laughs> totally confused. Absolute. 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 Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Yeah, so the other thing um, with this uh, missing dog thing... Oh, yeah. ..is I'm keeping an eye out for a, uh, a runaway husky. Yeah. Aren't we all dear? And um, it might. How do I know what they don't do? These uh, missing dog people, when they put their thing, I've never seen one that says found. Oh right. Yeah. So you can relax now. So it's just a Stop constant loose end in your yeah, mind. Yeah. You know where you get like a sold sign outside a house. Yeah. You yes. think, oh no, I can forget about that house. Bit of closure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's done. Yeah. It's done, it's no longer on my mind. Uh-huh. I might be looking for that dog for another two or three weeks. For all I know, even now, that dog might be yes. lying in front of the fire. Yeah. They're, they're not very denouement friendly, these people. No, right. yeah, I, I need closure on, on the husky. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd like them to at least, at least have put the name, though. I don't feel like that's useful information for them to withhold. What do we'll I do? Look. Here's my we'll question. Look. What do I do if I see... Yeah, you got. You have to shout. Well, do they put oh, the gender of the dog? It is well. a female. It is a female. So you can shout here, girl, at least. <laughs> oh, yeah. girl? I don't think I'd shout that in the current climate. <laughs> really? Oh. If I shout, ooh, baby. Yeah, that's fine. That ooh, is definitely baby. fine. <laughs> you two on the pole, here, actually, girl, got, ooh, I've got, baby. I've got oh, some. Uh, I've got some options on that front, actually. Um, what, on the some? call, on the dog calling. Really? Front. Oh, have you? Oh. What have you got? I thought I meant on the ooh, baby front. Somebody <laughs> bought me uh, a book for Christmas called uh, Mouth Sounds. Really? And it's all the different sounds you can make with your mouth, surprisingly, based, considering the title. That's quite a good present for you. Yeah, I yeah. liked it, because you know I'm a big fan of uh, whistling. And mouth sounds, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did you ever tell when I was woken up by uh, a strange whistling sound? I lay in bed thinking, what is that? 
because I live quite where I there's, there's this pond not far from me with quite you know the various wildlife that right. mm. you get hanging around ponds, mm-hmm. uh, and I could hear this, <laughs> and I thought, what is that? Um. And I was really anxious, and uh, I realised it was my own nose. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. That was uh, freaked me out. You've made um, Emily spit a bit of a tea out there. Oh, which is, yeah. uh, but to be fair, mission accomplished for today, isn't it? Have <laughs> we reached the stage of anxiety in the 21st century where a man can be frightened by his own nose? I think you might have, yeah. That's a horrible moment in your life. From us, this is better yours than another. I've had the same problem, but with my wife's nose, so it's not. Oh, really? Well, yeah. What do you do? Now. Do you rouse her? Well, I just. <laughs> not, not much nowadays. <laughs> yeah. You know, long-term relationships. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but they love it. They love a takeout. Oh, takeout on a Friday warm. night. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was I was in my um I my my where I work is on the top floor of my house. So oh, I've there's, seen there's, that. Yeah. yeah, there's a balcony. Nice. And. Uh, <laughs> Do you mean balcony? <laughs> I think yeah, it I is. Yeah. Is that what he means, Al? Yeah. Thanks yeah. for being here. And I was, <laughs> I was, pleasure. I was sitting, um, I was sitting in, in on the sofa with a with a notebook writing some stuff, you know, oh, jokes, Suzanne ideas, Vegas, ideas mm-hmm. and whatever it was. And um, I had my sort of legs crossed, and there's there's my balcony. <laughs> it joins the balcony of the house next door, but oh, there's a right. wall. I mean, right. There's a wall between us. We a don't balconette. share. We don't share. Yeah. But then I became, at the corner of my eye, became aware of someone sort of either on my balcony or on you know, on their wall next to my. I could see them at the corner of my eye, and I had that moment. You know, when your stomach goes. Whoa. Oh really? Oh. And. Um, I had that moment of dread, and then I realised it was my own foot. Oh. <laughs> so that's two instances, one this week and yeah. one a while back, where I've been frightened by my own body. Do you think maybe... Is some, that what happens when you get older? Do you think maybe some mindfulness or something would be good for you? Well, like, they do. They do I, I what I need is... Um, uh, at some diagrams right, yeah. but when they warn you about getting old no one ever tells you that you become frightened of your own body no that parts, is news and, to me parts um, obli- parts slash sounds yeah. yeah all three of them I'm frightened of now <laughs> absolute, absolute absolute radio Frank Skinner on absolute radio Frank some of our uh, readers have been in touch oh yeah and they were somewhat alarmed by Room 101 was back last night. Great one, can I just say? Thanks Loved very it. much. And MK Knight. MK Dons. Yeah. <laughs> MK Knight. MK Dons was um, alarmed by the sight of your feet. She says, I was also frightened by Frank on the radio's foot last night. We should say you wore ah. a croc and you had a, a special croc sock, didn't you? Oh, dear. Yes. Well, my... People, Crocs and Socks is a, is a fashion that's heavily condemned. Mm. But um, I had the idea that if you had a sock which followed the contours and holes of the oh, croc, okay. you could wear it um, 
secretly. Sort of fill in the blanks. Yeah. Oh, nice. I might have to retweet it right. if you don't it's object. It's really good ideas that you had on the couch on your uh, on top floor in the office. Isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> like yeah. on the, on I like it that it's when always... Me, when me and my feet were still friends. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea that you're always on the couch, like because I yeah. associate you with the couch because of David Baddiel. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. I tend not to write at the desk much. Oh, really? I'm tend Do you to, not? I tend to be on... Well, what's, if, if, if you're going to call something a laptop, for example... Oh, yeah. yeah. Why am I going to put it on a desk? Good point. Um, but also, I write freehand quite a lot. Oh, pencil. Such a free spirit. I love that about you. Yeah, pencil, biro. Bring well, them. Bring it on. You know, I find the joy of the pencil is that you can write whilst lying on the couch, whereas the biro, there's a finite amount of doing that. And then well, what, about the heart, what about the heart? The heartbeat of a, of a paper, mate? The what? There's oh, like a, there's I like love a, that. Doesn't it have a small pump on a paper, mate, that keeps the stuff going through to the tip? Isn't that why there's a heart on it? Oh, I don't know symbol. this. Well, I don't know. I use a Swarovski Crystal Special Edition Bless Spectre you. pen. <laughs> what worries me is that someone is going to send in a email or text saying that the Americans spent millions of dollars trying to develop a pen that writes oh, upside right, down yeah. for space and then the Russians used a pencil. Yeah. Mm. Which is a story that everyone knows, but everyone who knows it thinks that no one else knows it. Yeah. Mm. I refer you hate those stories, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman, the, the classic. We're calling it a big mo. It's, it's what it a, is. Big mo a big moment. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Gary, <laughs> Oldman, Gary Oldman's sister is, yes, we know, big mo <laughs> from EastEnders. <laughs> Gary Oldman, of course, is uh, having a lot of publicity at the moment. He is. For yeah. playing Churchill. He's done well yeah. for us. Oh, yes. That's right. <laughs> and, um, it's a big campaign, isn't it? It is, yeah. A lot of Four hours in makeup to get dressed as that dog for the back window. But he's 59 now, Gary Oldman. Is he? Which it made me think give it two or three years mm. and he'll have, he'll have grown into some uh, nominative determinism. Oh, yeah. very good. <laughs> yeah. He'd be a nice friend for you. I think you should cultivate Gary him. Gary Oldman. Yeah, he's... We used to similar age, both came from the wrong side of the tracks. You may have done well for yourself. Did you come from the wrong side of the tracks? Did Gary Oldman as well? Yeah. Did he? Did not know that. That's no wrong side. That's well, well, I'm, well I think you're judging by Big Mo, aren't you? <laughs> that he oh, came maybe. from the wrong side of the tracks. Um, he came from the wrong side of the seesaw. <laughs> <laughs> He couldn't get off when he was a kid. <laughs> Skinner, Dean and Cochrane. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. On the, um, on the Croc Socks front, yeah. Yeah, I saw um, a lady this week. I was on the bus and I saw a lady uh, going past. Keeping it real, love that, Frank. Yeah, yeah. thanks. Well, I've got I've got the bus pass. I might as well free yeah. in it. Two film, words, filmy bits. <laughs> and she had um, ripped jeans on. Oh, yep. you hear that? Don't no, you? I know. I'm not going to go on about it. I'm not going to go on about it again. Um, I, in which area? At the knee? This these was at main, mainly at the knee. <laughs> yeah. And. Um, you know, my problem with them is it's like someone going to a fancy dress party as a poor person. That's what right. I like about okay. it. Oh. Uh, you, you, do you wear... No, do you know why? No. Because I Rich. think I've I've left those days behind. Okay. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. I think well, it's a little undignified. I just wonder <laughs> about... Might come back, though. I just wonder about um, tan lines. With mm. Oh, yeah. Do you just get like, your knees... 
Just, uh, uh, I mean, back in the Nichols. day, I was Christina Aguilera, virtually. Were you? Well, dirty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm immaculate. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, no, I did, uh, I was a big fan, but now I just think it's a bit, um, it's a bit Euro pop. Right. This, this I had the woman. same thing in my late 30s with baseball caps. Just did thought, you? I don't, I don't think I can do this at my age anymore. Flat caps now. No. no never, and they've been reclaimed by Donald Trump. You see, the I don't think any. I don't, oh, at least he's American now. I don't mind anyone who's American wearing in. a baseball tra- uh, trap, trap, yeah. baseball cap. But I, um, oh no, not a British person in a baseball cap. Come on. I will make the exception if anybody wants to send me a Make America Great Again. Oh, of course cap, you do. Well, I would that's already happily. happily do let me stop this conversation oh, now because we had um, we had an, a delivery today. Oh yes. Yeah. Yes, we I'll, did. Churchill, the hog talking of Churchill. I'll come back to the woman I saw from the boss, but let's, let's just let's just hear this. <laughs> we uh, we we received. Remember last week I was discussing how it's a much mocked present to get a, a man of a certain age some socks, but I think it's a genuinely good gift, and yeah. I really appreciate socks. And yes, I got some for yes. Christmas. And then Frank was like, oh, bamboo socks, ridiculous. Well, you brought up, I'd never heard of them. And you said, the best socks I've ever had in all my life. That's right, I did. Are bamboo. And I did say, so. Al Roberts. And it sounded like a call out to bamboo to send it in free socks. It wasn't, it was so just. I didn't want to be party to. You know, every now and again, I say something on this show that lights up the switchboard, and that was one of them. Like, oh. I like bamboo socks as well. I mean, it's mostly when I make mistakes and people correct them. But, uh, yeah. But yeah, and then we've been sent some. And so uh, all did. So I said, you know, don't send us any. We, you we did. Don't, we, you know, yeah. we, I can afford socks. As you, can, you want. And I said, you can stick your socks. Yeah. And Alan said. Well, you, you do cherry pick Alan what said, you will accept oh, for free. Oh, no. <laughs> so anyway, so then. So Bam, Bamboo Clothing, have sent us some socks today um, and with a lovely letter. Um, written on the uh, sticky well, you back. you say return. lovely. It's, it's quite scruffy. <laughs> it is quite scruffy. Dear Alan and Emily, it says. Ooh, I'm calling that passive aggressive love. <laughs> we love listening to Absolute Radio. Normally we um, delete praise, but we'll keep it in. Yeah. Well, that's Absolute Radio, as well. Well, so we're sharing it amongst our colleagues. It exactly. Says, it then says, We thought you would like these, dash, none for Frank, though. Love, bam. <gasps> and have drawn a little smiley face. Mic yeah. drop. Oh yeah, they have. They have absolutely yeah. dropped that mic on you. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. I I I, res- I respect their um... integrity. Yeah, and to I'm... be fair to Frank, he has he stood back and said, "No, I'm not having any." I've offered him about fifty times. <laughs> yeah. Have a pair of socks. The rest of the team are in there. Oh, it's turned out to be a bonanza for yeah, me. So it's been good. <laughs> They've been. To ev- I'd say everyone's ended up with a pair of socks apart from me, and that's what they wanted, and that's fine. Okay, I got socks. Thanks, I got me croc socks, <laughs> for example. <laughs> and um, what I'm thinking now, what I want to get for my foot is a full face balaclava. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, we've. Uh, I don't. Not, I don't know if we can call this a correct show, eh? But you know, we were talking about the uh, the. Pencil and oh, the Americans were trying to come yeah, up all with that story. That that story. We've had um, we've had a bit of information sent in from uh, text eight six six. Dear all, the reason America spent millions developing a pen for space is because the graphite in pencils at the time could adversely affect the delicate equipment used in the Apollo missions if they were to break or splinter. Russia adopted these pens eleven years later. 
Good info. Yeah. So the Russians just work with a pencil and we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I wonder if they had the um, the, the troll on the end. <gasps> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I should think troll hair. If that nylon troll hair got in the equipment. Oh, you wouldn't want that. A lot of people favour that hair now. Yeah. Well, have, have I walked down Camden? That's another they reminded me of something, on hair. something else I saw this week. I must tell you about. But carry on, you're oh, yeah. okay. to speak. Emily. I was. Lisa has got in touch regarding your relationship with bamboo, Frank. Oh yeah. She says I have a bamboo dressing gown. Really? And it's truly yeah, quite Is harsh it's on the skin. Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what I worry about this, Lisa, is the belt. I mean, Frank's already talked once about how falling asleep in a dressing gown can be quite painful with the belt digging. Imagine the bamboo belt. I had to, I had to see a dressing gown without a belt. And, and Kath, well, my so partner... so do I, depending on who's wearing it. She has a habit of wearing a different a belt from a different dressing gown with the dressing gown. And that, oh, I don't mind that. Oh, that. Goes through me like a like a knife through. Hot yes, butter. I know that look. Not hot, but hot knife through. You know. No. What I mean. Yeah, and sometimes the dressing gown belt is slightly more frayed than the dressing gown. And often Do you see? multiple twisted. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sometimes it's like one of those cheese twirls. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Did... Let's get back to Lisa. Mm. I have Don't a bamboo... want to talk about dressing gown belts for the next three hours. Well, we are talking okay. about dressing gowns, okay. but a subject that's dear to your heart, which is a bamboo. Oh yes. I have a bamboo <laughs> dressing gown, mm. and it truly is. Wait for it. A gift from the gods. Whoa! What <laughs> goodness. Frank, get on the bamboo bandwagon. <laughs> I think I've burnt my bamboo. <laughs> They make dressing gowns as well now. Yeah, they're all over it. I mean, they make everything. I've never heard of a bamboo them. car. I hadn't heard of them till last week. Bamboo. When you say them? Yeah, yeah, the bamboo people. The bamboos. <laughs> bamboo Radley. Yeah. I mean, they do scaffolding on buildings with if, it. Um, if to kill a mockingbird had been set in Malaysia, oh, yeah. he'd have been called Bamboo Radley. <laughs> <laughs> and it would have probably been to, to kill a hummingbird or something like that. I don't know. What's, what is the, what did you say was the most common bird in Malaysia? A twelve fifteen. Absolute. 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 Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We don't normally do music requests on the show, but no. um, we've, we've had a text from 826. Morning, Frank and the gang. Can you please play House of Bamboo by Andy Williams? <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of that, but I like the sound of it. Yeah. I, um, I, you know that book I was telling you about, The Mouth Sounds? Oh, yeah. For years, whenever I've done an elephant, I've done... Uh-uh. Yeah. And they suggest in there that you um, put your <laughs> lips together and go through the lips rather than through the back of the mouth. So it goes... Hold it. Bear with me. Okay. I think it's a lot better. I'm starting to think your book on mouth sounds is made up, Frank. No, honestly. <laughs> I've been doing... Ta- I've been trying table tennis on cat. <laughs> and just to test... Um, I'm so envious of her. Just to test she's paying what attention, she had to tell me the score after, oh, about, no, that's good. after about 10 minutes. That is good. It's a, it's a fascinating book. I shall try a few. I'm working on uh, Ocean Liner Blast for How next week. Oh, give yeah. us a burst. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's getting there. Yeah. I, I mean, do you know, I can smell it. 
when you do that. Yeah. You know that smell when you're in the harbour? Yeah, yeah well, wait, wait till I do it with my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I saw this woman and I said, I'm anti-ripped jeans. On the bus? I don't mind a laddered tights. I'm, We're back I, on oh, the I bus. bet you don't. Oh, I like laddered tights. <laughs> Come on, it's a bit of a peep behind the scenes. <laughs> but anyway, I saw this woman with the ripped jeans. Stay away from my scenes. And yeah. she had... Hashtag um, scenes. <laughs> absolute scenes, yeah, as George Lineker often tweets. <laughs> Sorry, Frank, as you were. So she had ripped jeans on, but she had um, black tights on underneath the ripped oh, jeans. Yeah. Oh. I know that, Frank. No, no, nodding from a, the females in the studio. Very vigorous look. Yeah, very no, much a look. Quite a... I mean, quite a denier they were. They were thick. 60 to 80? Oh, well, they were they were thick. She's about twenty five, I think. They could have been. <laughs> I'll go this far. Yeah. That's a bit young for me. They could have been. Uh... You know his demographics gone up. Yeah. He's always saying that. They Sorry, sixty to eighty. You're right. <laughs> they could have been a legging. They were so thick. Wow. And I really? thought that was. Surely the whole point of the ripped jeans is is the sort no, of fresh. No, it's not all for you, love. I, I thought it looked it's terrible. It's a state mall. Look terrible. It looked terrible. I thought it looked terrible. See what it reminds me of? You know when they have chimps in clothes? <laughs> and right. every, every gap in the outfit you're sort of confronted with chimp with that sort of black chimp fur. <laughs> it looked like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like often, often the T-shirts the, the, the on them ride up a bit and you get a bit of chimp belly in between T-shirt and jeans. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, I tell you, he was on, he was on to it, Darwin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text us on 8.12.15. We like it when you do. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Be modern. Or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. It's free. Mm. There's various recommendations for your choices. Yeah. Frank, I'd like to talk about Markle this morning. Markle? Are you familiar with their work? Angela Markle? No, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Oh, Meghan Markle. What, and how's it? Their portmanteau word. Well, if you can better it, what is on. What did you go for? I've gone Markle. Markle? No, no, that's, that's no, just Harkle. Harkle. I was going to say, Harkle, really, I meant. really throwing me. <laughs> I thought you were just doing like a posh school thing of using her surname. No, what? Harkle. I do apologise. Harkle. I like to apologise to everyone that ever has ever known me. Wouldn't the that more obvious right. one be Mary? Mm. Yes, Mary's good. But will Mary still work when they've been married? Well, oh. they're divorced. Oh, good point. <laughs> that's going to be that's going to be a slap in the face. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be awful. So Harkle. What's his Harkle. surname? Is it Windsor? Yeah, he's Windsor. How okay. is it? They get to choose, don't they? They've got so I, many to choose from. I thought his surname was Harry and his first name was Prince, so I've got it all wrong. I'm only oh. kidding. You're both looking at me like... Well, don't be too embarrassed. I just said Markle repeatedly. Like a cray-cray. That missing husky could be called Prince. Could be. be a common name yeah. for, the big, for the pointy that, big dog. Especially the in the 70s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lucky was a big, uh, big hitter as well. They went to represent radio in Brixton. Harkle. They went to represent or represent radio. <laughs> yeah, represent, like represent with a Z. With a Z. Z. Yeah, yeah. And doesn't even say in brackets. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the good? DJs good, there. Doesn't no. <laughs> doesn't it mean good? Well, it can mean good. I think that's okay. with a K though. But the producers nodding. Yeah. Yeah. yeah word See, up. I know. 
Yeah. Don't worry about that. One anyway, of the DJs there. I use there. public transport. Yeah. <laughs> I hear stuff. <laughs> called, uh, he was called Giovanni Letford. He was a little bit cheeky. He went oh, a yeah. little bit cheeky. He was a mm. cheeky scamp, I think. Yeah, the, uh... he went a little bit leave it. He offered his services to them as a DJ. He slipped the old business card yeah. for the wedding. And yeah. he said, I say, if you don't ask, you don't get. Yeah. I bet he said ask. <laughs> Do you think? He said, if you don't ask, I say, if you don't ask, then you keep your dignity, is what I say. He said well, something I... that was quite profound, though. Oh. Like, if you don't ask, the answer's always no. Yeah, that's oh, that was good. Oh, like that's that. good. I like that. Yeah, that's good. And that's the sort of thing that you yeah. can put on, like, a calendar on a day and feel like well, that's maybe not little... in the current or... climate. <laughs> no, you're right. Can I just say, you're Giovanni, right. the answer's always no thank you. Anyway, um, what did you, he was? He you was make a scam. He was an absolute scamp. Oh yeah, yeah. I've started a um, Brazilian manufacturing company. Oh. I'm, I'm thinking I might chuck a business card at the Queen next time she. Oh does. yeah, because she's got she's, she's jettisoned the royal. Uh, yeah, she's um, she's got rid of Rigby and Pella. She took away their royal charter. They did. Well, this is the problem because they spoke out, and I think. Mm-hmm. Giovanni might have blown his chances I think of becoming I a wedding know. DJ for the. Well, you can't. They don't like it if you speak out. I right. think he's all right if they do. I True. think he his can't. was the right sort of lovable cheekiness yeah. that might mm. get through. Whereas storming a D cup, which was the the book, <laughs> was it? It was called it. <laughs> right, the doesn't sound that classy. The, right, the book that caused the trouble. No, um, that was she gone too far. One I does think, not like that. I think Ringo yeah. and Pella, they, they could go bust. Yeah. Oh, very good. Very good. <laughs> I tell you, Summer. If there was any um, Japanese people watching that clip, they would have been outraged. Oh, really? Because when Why? you go to Japan <clears throat> and you meet anyone in any kind of for- formal way, you exchange business cards, and then you have to sit. You have to hold them, but with your finger and thumb on each side of the business card. And you have yes. to sit and read it in detail. And then you and if bow. you don't do that, it's really, oh, really very bad manners. I mean, the, one I, the ones I was given were often in Japanese, and I still <laughs> stared at them for ages, yeah. as, if, as if there was some part of the thought, if you look at Japanese long enough, you will work it out. Right. And, yeah. did you and I, give to... the, I had to have some printed, because to turn up without did business you? cards. Oh, did, yeah. What did you say? Just Frank Skinner? Frank Skinner, and then an email address. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Does it have right. a job on it? And they'd sit and read that for oh, 25 Thanks minutes. Thanks at waitrose.com. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if they saw that... They, honestly, That's not his email, they, by the they're way. They've probably written off the royal family now. He was so rude to take that and just stick it in his pocket. Uh, Kristen Walsall has just pointed out, morning, guys, in the army, Harry was actually known as Captain Wales. Oh, oh I think I remember that. Lovely. Yeah. It's like you being Frank Birmingham. Captain, why? It's a bit like being um, Miss Bahamas. (laughs) (laughs) Kind (laughs) of. Absolute, absolute Absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank Bamblemash has been in touch. Who? Oh, yeah, does he still present University Challenge? (laughs) Hang on. After uh, after you repeatedly saying Markle and thinking you were saying Harkle, oh, wasn't that have you got Bamble Mash I'm really right? embarrassed about that. And <laughs> is I was this so word convinced you think that I was right. No, this is definitely Bamble Mash. I don't definitely. want you to be doubting Thomas's from now She's on. probably reading Tumbleweed okay. or. Okay, Bamble Mash. It is definitely Bamble Mash. He slash she 
The Avatar is someone eating a, an ice cream. Right. Dear Frank et al., why are we called readers and not listeners? Praise omitted. Yeah, I think that was a, a, a slip of the tongue I had. See, um, even Frank does it. A long mm-hmm. time ago. Even Homer nods. And um, I think because I feel that I, that we have um, very smart and interesting listeners, judging by the texts and the emails we get oh, and yeah. tweets, mm-hmm. it sort of felt right that they were readers rather than listeners. So we, so I sort, so I stopped with you. I think also I was explaining something that was. Um, that have been running for a while, and I said new readers start here, which is a sort of thing right. I have in that. So it was all yeah. those together. But I, have, I, I now do. Uh, people come up to me and say I'm one of your readers. So. Yeah, lovely. Especially at church, and I say, okay, we're doing uh, Luke's gospel. You're on third. <laughs> 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 yeah, so that's that. Well, but you're, you're quite right to ask. You know, we haven't mentioned it for a long time. Yeah, yeah. So Giovanni Letford, the. Royal DJ in waiting. Can I just say, cheeky scamp, I think, is it's a nice phrase and it's sort of cheerful mm. and there's a bit of chutzpah to it. And yeah. the, and then you read that he's 28 and you think, oh, <laughs> and, and, he's a, a, bit and a qualified lawyer. Oh, is he? He's a yeah. lawyer. So he's not really <laughs> a cheeky yeah, scamp. Not quite so cheeky scamp <laughs> yeah. now, is he? Yeah, I mean, that, Ron Paul of the Bailey was never called a cheeky scamp no. in any of the. Yeah. Any of the episodes. It's not. I saw. They've tried. They've given him this sort of artful dodge. But he's got that. He's got that. Uh, I I think he might get some sort of role at the royal wedding. Well, I think he's modelled this whole thing on uh, listening to you uh, hint yeah. slash beg for a role <laughs> on Doctor Who in the public forum. It paid yeah. off, Al. Paid off. Yeah, I, I saw myself with the Doctor Who thing. Do you, mean, you ever see those films like on the waterfront where blokes mm. with black woolen hats and black coats <laughs> would stand outside the docks yeah. and someone would go, you, 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 and they work that day. It was mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. yeah. So that's what um, Giovanni's up to, I yeah. reckon. Might work. He had some song choice ideas yeah. for the Royal Wedding. Well, he said he was going to... He hasn't hung around, does he? No. He's already got a set list. He's got his set Probably list. On Spotify. He was going to have Luther Vandross, The Closer I Get to You. I don't know if you're familiar with that. No. It's a bit sort of, you know, in an 80s miniseries. It's mm. a bit that, I think. Um, if, I, if I'd been Luther Vandross, I, I would have changed my name. You don't want to put the concept of dross into True. people's <laughs> minds. Is he still with us, Luther Vandross? And he's not a Van Gap Dross, is he like a Dutch? No. He's, he's Van no. Dross. Yeah. I think he pulled a ripcord, I can't remember. <laughs> I remember... <laughs> he um, spent a lot of his money on cake, I remember I remember Ozzy Osbourne told me that he had bought um, one of those big Homer sort of armour-plated Oh, yeah. Thing. Oh, yeah. And he drove it to his record company or something in America and Luther, Luther Van Dross's car was outside and... Um, Ozzy just ploughed straight into it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Do you think he was named after Martin Luther? Is he, is he Who, a... Luther Van Dross yeah. or Ozzy Osbourne? No, well, how could he be? <laughs> <laughs> Martin Luther's middle name was Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, you don't know that. Middle name was Ozzy. Yeah. Um, I, I'm starting think anyway. He says he's also going to play... He thought he might play some Stormzy because he said Prince Harry loves his grime. Yeah. Now, can I suggest you don't do that? Because yeah. I don't want to see Sloane's with the friendship bracelets in the air. Oh, no. I mean, that's going to be... He does not love his grime. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't want to see he Prince Harry. Talk to my that. face, don't talk to my palm. Captain don't. Wales. <laughs> yeah. Circa. I'm not sure he does love his crime. <laughs> if, Captain well, Wales. Maybe he'll take her name and be Captain America. Well, that'd be good. <laughs> yeah, because she's... she's um, yeah. yeah, she's... That's lovely. When that. I, uh, at my um, <laughs> wedding, I... Uh, you know I had a wedding what? once. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, we had two DJs. I, I pushed the boat out. Did you? Yeah, two um, big lads they were from the West Midlands. It was in the, all in the West Midlands. And they mm. wore baseball caps. Right. And I know I said I'd condemn baseball caps, but I make an exception for these because they had hands on top and when you pulled strings at the side, they clapped. Oh, excellent. <laughs> I w- would love to see Harry and uh, Megan with those two guys. That would be good. Oh, man. And I went to one once in Birmingham, and the, the DJ was one of the... You know those DJs that used to ask questions yeah. Oh, yeah. on the songs? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he'd say, um, <laughs> one of them was, which will live with me forever. Oh, let me get this right. It was, um, it was, what time of the week? What time of the week is it? And... Oh, what time of the week is it? And how is the visibility? So he says, what time of the week is it? And how's the visibility? Then then puts up, Friday night and the lights are low. <laughs> Master stroke. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've been talking about the uh, cheeky scamp slash 28-year-old lawyer who's... Uh, who's he's a 28-year-old lawyer. How come he's working at Represent... I think it might be a community thing. That's you might just so, like um, DJing. That's a side hustle. Yeah. Got to have oh, a side hustle. We've okay. all got a side hustle. I've got one. I um, I rent uh, motorhomes. <laughs> Do you? Yeah, I've got seven. I'm looking for a uh, caravanette. Oh, none of those. <laughs> but if you were to upscale your desires, then I'm the man to speak to. You know that. You knew, you didn't know that about me, no. you guys. No, it's just but, a side know, hustle. Every day is a school day. Just a side yeah. hustle. Anyway, the uh, I have is, a slight. I didn't see much of the visit, but I have a slight problem. I, I suppose Megan has made made them a bit more street now. Actually, a bit more cool because she's an actress. Because the Royals yeah, yeah. visiting represent mm. radio in Brixton yeah. feels a bit. Ooh, <laughs> I mean, even the royal children. All seem to be about fifty-three. Yeah. Mm. Even when you see pictures from them, they they look mm. like middle-aged people. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe this is going to be a big the big change. It'll be a big change, yeah. I mean, as you said before about the royal family, it is easy to forget just how posh they are. Yeah, <laughs> they're really yeah. posh. Yeah, they are. That's their respect. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or do we not have respect? I can't remember what's fashionable. Yeah. Do you think if they played Dancing Queen, the Queen would dance? Or do you think she's... The Queen don't dance. Because that would be the first thing. You'd put Dancing Queen on oh, and then just all eyeball. Just, can you, how, much, how much would you give to have on your phone a video of the Queen <laughs> dancing to I mean, Dancing Queen? Oh, Frank, that I think would go ev- so viral. Every phone in the room would be out if she got up to yeah. dance. Yeah. To, to anything. <clears throat> he, I know, well, Giovanni... Frank said he was going to do a remix to the national anthem. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you're allowed to do that. Well, that's disrespectful. No, you, Come you on. Don't, she wouldn't like that. What I like to think... He, is said, it was, he said it's the one way you'd get everybody standing up, was what he said, which is quite good. <laughs> it's a good concept. Surely. Oh, yeah, he said they're standing anyway. If there is a time to remix the national anthem, is it not during Brexit? 
Is this not the perfect moment to I start? I think it's probably a time you could remix the national anthem and suddenly there'll be a civil war. I'd have, <laughs> if I was Giovanni, I'd go for the fall song, uh, Spoiled Victorian Child. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Because that is a very, I like to think, sums up the royal family uh, in many uh, ways. Uh, 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 Can you imagine if that was their first dance? The I child think, was Sport Victorian. I think <laughs> That'd be absolutely brilliant. Their first dance should be... I'm just wild about Harry. <laughs> Harry's wild about me. Come on. The heavenly blisses of his kisses fills me with ecstasy. Of course, being filled with ecstasy is a very different uh, yes. concept yes. nowadays. <laughs> True. And the uh, come on at the beginning, is that the Duke of Edinburgh? The, um, the wild about, I mean, it's, they've got to play wild. I'm just wild about Harry, haven't they, at some point. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know that song, The Sun, The Moon and Harry? No. I do. <laughs> Does that spoil what you were about to say, that no, I don't no, know it? It hasn't spoiled it, because it's given me another example of something I know that you don't. <laughs> put it on the pile. <laughs> I'll put it in my lever arch. <laughs> You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. We've, mm. um, we've had an excellent missive from um, Simon, the Cotswolds art dealer, who's, oh. who's contacted us a few times Has he? Over, yes. over time. Uh, morning all, re, Harry and Meghan. It occurred to me at a dinner party recently that when Miss Markle says her vows at the chapel, it will literally be as the actress said to the bishop. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I like it. Yeah. Very good. Strong work. And Clive Silas has been in touch via Twitter to say if he's a lawyer, this is Giovanni, isn't represent quite a good place for him to yeah. be? Oh, indeed. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Great. That is excellent. Strong work from the readers this morning. Yeah, they're rocking. Still will catch up eventually. Um, <laughs> I don't like this pause. No, I didn't I like the you pause. you were going to speak. I didn't like the pause. Um, but did you think... You see, that's the thing about weddings like that, is people tend to go quite cheesy on the music front, don't they? I think you've got to have a bit of that at a wedding, cos Grandma's there. And Grandma well, now Grandma's me. But Grandma, doesn't, me. she doesn't want a night of grime. No, that's no, true. Not She'd again. probably prefer, like, German techno or something, I think. Well, I suppose... I mean, I always think of... You know, I, Old age pensioners talking about the war and stuff, but of course now old age pensioners talk about the day of Clark Five because mm. everything's moved on. Mm-hmm. But uh, yes, I don't. I, I hope they find the place for Giovanni because he seems like a yeah a nice chap. I don't um, say that about many lawyers. And the Queen did something resembling an interview this She week. did. Discussing yeah. the perils of wearing a crown, wasn't yeah. she? Like, yeah. Was I not just talking the other week about, in fact, last week, about whether at the Christmas launch she wears a real crown <laughs> or everyone else has got their paper ones on? Yeah. Turns out now that that's pretty unlikely because she says you, the thing is with the crown, you can't look down at all. Oh, right. You so you'd have, to eat, you'd have to eat your dinner blind. You'd have she to feel that. your way around the plate. Just, just using your sort of said, lower level uh, peripheral vision. Yeah, I mean, I hate that. I might, my, my own, want... might see my own foot creeping <laughs> up on me again. I believe, Frank, what she actually said is, you can't look down or your head will fall off. <laughs> she Did said she? head. Yeah. 
Oh. Did she actually say you head or four? Yes, she did. I'm sure she did. Oh, oh. She, did God, she say Theresa, that? Theresa, yes, the producers confirmed There is a family tradition of that sort of thing. I, didn't I was she? unsure <laughs> after Marklegate, but the producer has confirmed. Yes, that would be terrible. The Queen's head fell off. I can't think of a bigger <laughs> news story. <laughs> No, I mean No, she said that when she had to read, she had to read something in the during the coronation, and she had to lift it up to her mm. eye level because you can't. Uh, you simply cannot look down. You, yeah, that's what she said. Good but for I the will neck muscles, miss. Though. I will miss the Queen's voice because I just mean that kind of way of speaking. It's it's dying out a bit, isn't it? Yes, These younger royals, they don't sound like that. <laughs> you said that yeah. as if she was going to stop speaking. Well, I'll that's miss what the I was Queen's worried about, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like she's Jerry Adams. But the Pathé News film way of speaking, I like. It's the well, finish- she won't be with us forever, Al. It's the finishing True. school thing. Yes, exactly. I suppose the finishing... If you, what, my image of finishing school for girls is that they walk around with books on their head, which is great oh, yeah. crown practice. It is. Well, we used to have deportment at my oh, school. Oh, did you really? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Of course. Uh, Tot- We've all been there. Tottenham's yeah. uh, Harry <laughs> Kane. <laughs> Harry Kane, I think, went to finishing school. He did, yeah. Oh, He's very lovely. good. Absolute star there. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So were you impressed by the Queen? Did you see the... I'm, a, I'm impressed by anyone that old who can still put two words together, to be honest. It yes. really makes me What is she, think, 91? It gives me some something to dream of about my advancing years. Mm-hmm. She seems completely articulate and together. Yeah. I think she might be a good laugh. I was saying to Let's her, not go over the top. <laughs> You're not having that. See, do you hear her talking about the royal coach? Just really moaning about it. 1953, Adam, still whinging about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, she, she hasn't moved on. on. There was suspension, was bouncing up, up and down. <laughs> I'd have thought if the suspension's bad in the royal coach, her being a horsey type, she could have gone into a rising trot. Yeah. Yes. It would have looked like a fairground shooting Great. range and she <laughs> went past. Queen appears, Queen disappears, Queen appears, Queen disappears. <laughs> it might have been led to gossip, I suppose. I suppose. I liked her saying that um, with the crown. She said, fortunately, my father and I had a similar-sized head. Like they couldn't have adjusted it in any way. No. Yeah, exactly. That was I, it. It's harder to adjust <laughs> a, It's not a like crown. a snapback baseball cap or no, something. No, it doesn't have those You can have some on. sort of, you know, they have a sateen padding inside. It's one, mm. one size fits all, <laughs> I think, with the Does crown. Does it leave hat hair? That's what I've always wondered. Crown hair you get. Do you think you get well, crown the hair? the Queen's had it for some 70 years, that hat hair. The nice it's thing a is I think the ermine probably takes the edge off the, the, hat, the right. crown hair. But you, it's going to be just a, the, your, your central hair will be fine because crown doesn't really deal with that at all. I think I'd get on well with the Queen. I wonder if yeah, it's I just hot. think she'd like me. I know in it's hot, arrogant, but I think she would. In hot countries, do you think you can take the velvet in a cover off? Let oh, the air, right. let the air get. Like a detachable it. hood on a ski yeah, jacket. Yeah, it's like like a convertible. Yeah, yeah. You just take that, take yeah, the velvet off. Makes sense. Say to one of your ladies in waiting, put that in a plastic bag. Don't lose it. Yeah. But and think, then you've got all the air coming through. I think you're onto. I think with the hat hair thing, I think she has to decide at the start of the day. It's either crown or no crown. Like she can't go to an event, put it on for a bit, and then take it off for a bit because then there'll be the hat hair thing. Well, there is always, yeah. of course, commitment. the Queen always has the halfway house available for crown and no crown. The tiara. Uh, oh, I love a tiara. The tiara. It's a, it's a sort of travel crown. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> 
If you think right. I can't face the full, the full yeah. Monty, get the tiara. Like when you work with a music act and they've got one of those small guitars rather than the full shebang. But as she You're pointed right. out, yeah. diamonds are heavy. I love, that. I love that Bond film. <laughs> well, I think the interviewer might have pointed it out and she heartily agreed mm. how yeah. heavy the diamonds were. I have the same problem with my flat cap when I'm on dog walks. It's just, it's very yeah. bejeweled. But Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's those hands, those clapping hands on top. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Add the extra weight. Well, they wear rings on my hat, those hands. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, um, yeah, I do... I like the fact that she still um they can put her out in public she doesn't uh, show herself off. She's still driving. Is she driving? We did it last oh, year. Oh, the queen driving the Land Rover didn't with the scarf. Some green jag. Wearing green a driver bone. Jaguar X type, actually. Didn't she go off-road accidentally? <laughs> <laughs> I think she swerved around some pedestrians. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'd want to I'd want lift from her. That'd be a good brag, but I'd be... <laughs> it'd be like sitting in the passenger seat. You know, you know when you sit next to someone who's blowing up a really big balloon and they keep going you're just waiting that's what it'd be like it's terrifying still does the hand signals that's why she wears the long gloves absolute absolute, absolute. radio Frank Skinner on absolute radio this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran you can text the show on 812.15 follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Frank, I think yes. we should take a little saunterette into Email Corner. I take a little wander <laughs> on a Sunday morn. Come on, everybody. <laughs> I'm going to struggle with that Don't one, I'm that not going to lie. Really is a treat. I mean, we do okay. occasionally get emails saying whatever happened to email <laughs> corner, so I think um, we should sashay there, as okay. indeed Emily said. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I'm, a jingle? I, do you want the jingle? Yeah, I'd love it. Thank you. Dust oh. it off. Whoa. Thank you so much I'm, for asking. I yes, can't. I would. Don't know if I can find it. Okay. Okay. Oh, here we go. Me by gum, me by gum, corner. I've missed that. Lovely. Al, do you want to kick off? Sure. Uh, hi, Frank, Alan and the Divine Emily. I went from innkeeper to narrator in the nativity play at infant school. No, no, I should, thing we should we say this. I was on about week. that my son was the narrator mm-hmm. in, the, in the nativity And I was play. too. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a popular role. And I was saying that my favourite ever narrator was in um, Ross Meyer's Beneath the Valley of the Ultra Vixens. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, it continues. I went from innkeeper <laughs> to narrator in the nativity play at infant school. Not sure how... That happened. Big step up at such a young age, but it didn't lead to any future stage work. Mm. Uh, I now build stair lifts for a living. Okay. I mean, it's you know, it's not a natural career ladder, if well, you will. No, but at least you can always pay your bills. Yeah. Okay. Sensible, but not very glamorous advice. It's. I, I see. I can see though that the thing is with the narrator, it's. It's not going to get you more acting work because it's not really an acting role. It's Speak announcing, for yourself. It's it? very front it's of cloth, <laughs> what I, I would say. <laughs> yeah. You're talking direct to yeah. the audience. Totally. You, know, you might get some corporate work off it. 
Yes, I think that's right. She looks at me. (laughs) Were you the narrator? You should think about it. No, I don't think I was a narrator. I Mm. got demoted from Shepherd to not in the play. Oh. Why were you you suddenly not in the play? Yeah, it was naughty, Al. I I was head Shepherd. I mean, I was... I was, you know, everything was going great for me. <laughs> when you say head, I mean, what did it involve other than wearing a towel on your head? Well, it was, you know, it was a big deal to be head shepherd. Head okay, shepherd okay. is not just leader of the pack, it's leader of the leaders of the pack. Because yeah. the shepherds Lovely. are... Yeah. yeah, exactly. Leader, leader, of, leader of the flock. Yeah, indeed. At least you weren't a sheep. Well, that would have been a less popular song, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> That's when I fell for the leader of the flock. Is that in the book? Mm. That was uh, working on the cruise line. Do you, oh, do you right. know it's improved in the last hour? Oh, it is. I think it's, as my throat gets warmer. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so I, I so we had our um, rehearsal and she said, like, in come the shepherds and kneel, kneel around the baby Jesus. Mm. So I led, I was a shepherd, I led the, we were like, we were like geese, oh, like yeah. a V formation. Yeah. Mm. And I saw the baby Jesus, um, but but he hadn't been put in the manger. Uh, he was in a crisp box, okay. <laughs> those box that the crisps come in right. at the back. So I went and knelt next to that. Right. That's where the baby Jesus was. Right. And of actual... course, the others followed me like well, like geese. Yeah. And oh, um, the Miss Mrs Knight, Miss Knight, actually it was the headmistress. Absolutely <laughs> furious. Yeah. And she picked me up um, upside down. I remember I went upside mm. down. My headdress fell off. Oh no. <laughs> and as I swung round, um, quite undignified. Terrible man. I swung and gravity. The way gravity took me, my hand actually touched stocking top. Oh my goodness. I know. Yeah, and I know. she, oh, she went and and so. As a consequence, and I mean, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't um, help it. No. Um, so they all say. Oh come on! Was, <laughs> most of them weren't being picked upside down at the time. <laughs> and um, and she said, "That's it. You're not in the play at all now." So I wasn't oh. even in it. I wasn't even like the tiny. I wasn't even like donkey dropping. So what did you do? Did you just have to watch it from the stalls, dear? I wasn't even allowed to go. Oh. And, you know, I was just like. I just sat in the wings what, like a footballer that wasn't wings. even allowed to travel like, yeah. like somebody that had <laughs> missed training what? and you weren't allowed to travel on and a cold day or something for, for a, a gravity um, based stocking top incident which was not <laughs> my own which was also caused by you being too literal like you thought the baby was in the crisp box so you went to the, the baby rock. I thought he'd, his levels of humility had gone up a notch right. again yeah. now he was in a crisp box a manger was too good for him yeah, but yeah, so that was a horrible experience. Oh, but that's nice. I think the stair, a stair lift feels like a good good work to me. You're really helping. Yeah, people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I only know Stan. I, I think. Uh, I think his customers are moving up in the world. That's what I think. Well, no, but I they also move down in the world, don't they? Yeah, but it's not a phrase. Is I it? really want. I want one of them. <laughs> that's it. not a phrase. So it wouldn't really be a joke. Okay, they're moving. They're moving down. It must be a going down joke. Oh no, maybe not. Oh God. Skinner, Dean, and Cochran together. The Frank Skinner Show. Frank, I'd like to move on to email two. I'm calling it email two now. Yeah, I am. Uh, Sue me. This is Lindsay, (laughs) 
who says, Good morning, all. I failed to heed Frank's warning. Hold on, Rinny. Good morning, Tokyo. <laughs> Come on. I see you singing at home. Nice to be sick. Oh, sorry, happy. <laughs> Misled you. <laughs> oh, how lovely. I think you just talked yourself out of the wedding DJ job there. I was I was right up there as well in the in the yeah. in the running. Sorry. I know. What time is it and what's the atmosphere like? <laughs> Whatever it was. Gone. It was hardly everybody walked that dinosaur. No. Um this is from Lindsay, yeah. She says, Good morning. Well, I fell to heed Frank's warning to take my tree down last Saturday. Yes, I pointed out that the, the 6th of December is, I, I think, officially the last day of Christmas. Yeah. And I was always told, if you don't take your tree down before midnight on the 6th, then um, ill luck will befall yeah. you. Mm-hmm. I've had plenty of time to do it, but spent this time staring at it, thinking, I should really take that down, while stroking the dogs... I like that that's an activity in its own right. Yeah. Mm. Eating breakfast, brushing Ooh, my I, hair. I, I, hope, I hope this is not chronological order. <laughs> <laughs> Staring at the wall. Ah. I hope everything's okay. Basically doing anything but take the tree down. On Tuesday evening, I glanced at it again and thought, I bet the bad luck has kicked in now. What is wrong with me? Why is that tree still up? At exactly the same time, I heard a huge cracking noise. The 300-litre fish tank that I was sat next to in my living room burst. 250 litres made it onto the carpet and flooded the room. Today, the insurance company sent some men to look at the carpet. The tree was still up. Out of embarrassment, before they arrived, I picked up the entire tree and carried it into another room. I like her. I tripped on the way there, snapped the feet off the tree and hit my head on the wall. The entire tree is now in the bin. I will pay more attention to the wisdom you all dispense from now on. That mm. praise redacted Lindsay. Well, there you go. That's a cautionary tale. Yeah. It's fair to say. Yeah. I mean, I really want to know what happened to the fish in all this. Oh, yeah. Exactly. You're stroking Presumably the dog. What about the fish? The, presumably the fish swam to the 50 litres that did not <laughs> come out. Yeah, but that would be full of shards, pointy yeah. shards. That would be in so the, um, in the carpet. Said. Yeah. Um, uh, it's. Um, I'd like to know if the fish, if she's, if you're listening, uh, Lindsay, mm, Lindsay. Lindsay, then mm-hmm. let us know how the fish got on. It's the sort of thing our readers will be concerned about. Yeah. Me too. Mm. I took our tree out and I, uh, I, I used my leather gloves, which are mostly a fashion item, but it was nice to get a practical usage out of them. Well, I like that because it's a bit police five reconstruction. Yeah. The old leather gloves. It is, yeah. Definitely. And you don't see them often outside of that. Yeah. I think only really. Um, criminals wear leather gloves now. But criminals on telly. And me. Really? Tell they wear them in the <laughs> I real world. They do IRL. No, you're probably right. Probably use some. Um, I've got some. San- Sanitise. <laughs> Not a criminal. Yeah. To my <laughs> knowledge. We carried our tree. There's like a, a Christmas tree graveyard. Oh, I carried a watermelon. Oh, yeah. Next to me. And we, so we carried. You see people walking down the street carrying their trees to that place. Mm-hmm. It's quite. Loads of them down there. Mm. And we could do one of those now. And in the devil may care, um, I don't care about money, why I live my life. We didn't even, we chucked oh. it on the dump. We didn't even take the stand off. Just chucked Did it you? on the stand. I'll get another one next year. To Good hell for with you. you. Oh, oh, man, they'll probably get given it if you I start mean, talking about them on the show on, in November. You'll get. I don't want talking about You've Christmas like trees. Uh, Paul's stick. winner, spend, spend, spend. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crazy with it. <laughs>
I'll tell the truth is that the man who bought me the tree, um, I was supposed to uh, give him an extra fiver for the stand and I, f- I forgot and he forgot. Oh. So oh, I, it cost me nothing, the stand, so I thought, you know. Fair enough. I don't want it, in, it's like blood money. I hadn't yeah. paid yeah. for it. I, I just didn't want it around. You can bet, yeah. no, no good would have come of that stand. No. You know, it's... Anyway. Frank, what about when my mum wouldn't let me and my sister finish with a boyfriend in the two weeks off to Christmas? Because she said, darling, I need them to get rid of the tree. Oh, that's but, Yeah, so my sister, I think, stayed with someone just because we needed the tree. I was going to say it was bad luck or something. No, just because she said we need the help. What I would so, like is you went out with someone called Noel and you had to split <laughs> with him before the 6th of January. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. I was actually accused of um, deceit. (laughs) (laughs) What about this? Of all the things one could lie about in life, I was accused of making up the mouth sounds book. Where I learned my um, <laughs> who was your accuser? My cruiser blast. That is good. Um, I was good. accused of there wasn't a book at all. And luckily, I had, it, I had it in my satchel. It was his rival in socks. <laughs> it was uh, Alan it Cochran. Was Alan Cochran. Yeah. Cockerel. Well, Bamboo Cochran, as we I call mean, him now. He bamboozled you. I don't want to say did. the boy who cried wolf, but you have, on occasion, on this show, told little porcupines that have then spun out into extended improvisational porcupines. I would say that the, the great defining uh, feature of this show is the, the raw, raw honesty <laughs> Oh, really? Because you looked no, in the eye and spent a said... whole link telling us that you'd invented Gap, the shop. <laughs> and then you uh, said well, you were Ian with Fleming. The name. Yeah, your mum was a cleaner for Ian Fleming. <laughs> yeah. Was that right? A golden eye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you can see how... Uh, there may be a boy who cried, I invented Gap. Well, we've got thing happening. proper evidence of the existence of this. Yeah, but I'd say those stories, those stories are slightly more far-fetched <laughs> than someone bought me a book about mouth sounds. I don't know. Anyway, I, I have. Anyway, I, I showed the delighted book. to see it. I think it's a fantastic gift for you. It is, I'm going to work. What do you get the man who has everything? Um Penicillin. A, book, a book on mouse sounds. I got a Manassa sweatshirt once, went down really well. Oh, that did go well, yeah. Didn't it, yes, it did. Yeah. Yes, you had to nice. pause there, you forgot about it. I didn't know, I was thinking... Re-gift. I was thinking it was... Uh, <laughs> so re I thought you meant NASA was involved in the Six Days War against uh, Moisha Diane. Oh, oh did you? <laughs> I, was thinking, I, I think I've got a T-shirt with him on. <laughs> but anyway. Hey, I, don't know, I don't have any Egyptian statesman T-shirts, if anyone's listening. Right. Okay. <laughs> he will accept those. Oh, yeah. Do send them. Oh, we haven't talked about the butcher who got stuck in the deep freeze. Oh, what got, a What story. did he get into, Al? He got it. He was in a bit of trouble. <laughs> he, actually, he was living the sitcom life, wasn't he? He was locked in a walk-in freezer. Fantastic. Not only was he that, but the pictures of him holding <laughs> a three-foot-long black pudding are so British comedy. <laughs> Very it good. Is. We should say they don't know this story. He, he saved his bacon... Very good. As, oh, oh, as excellent, excellent Very work. good. It's With... a good, good joint effort. Thank you. Very good. Oh, come on. Oh, God, whatever I sell, get the chop. No <laughs> doubt. Oh, no, oh, we're, good. We're, we're done. We're, we're done. Stop. We're With done. the black pudding. He broke oh. his way out of the deep freeze... Yeah. Uh, with he used the black pudding as a battering ram, well, essentially. It says in the article that ironically, <laughs> the um, the escape 
button had frozen up, so he needed. He was in the deep freezer, yeah. but the, like there must be something normally that it doesn't freeze, but it had frozen stiff, I guess, and yeah. he had to smash it with something. And um, lamb was too big. Lamb was the too beef big. We was all know too, that. Didn't offer enough grip, apparently. No, yeah. yeah. So he went. Um, Should have left beep, the horns beep. on. I, I always do that. Yeah. Leave the horns on for just for safety. Mm-hmm. And it's great for carrying it about. True. Yeah, like two handles in many ways. I yeah, know. I just I, I, with my frozen beef, I leave the horns on. I just push it around like a lawnmower. Yeah, you lose a bit of meat off the end. That's, you know, rubbed across the uh, yeah. gravel. They did. Uh, Frank, they did a lovely bit of local news reporting. They said the black pudding was too shy to comment when approached. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> lovely. I think that is because he somewhat. Um, What's the word? Personified, not personified. He somewhat personified. Anthropomorphized. He anthropomorphized the black anyway, pudding because he, he said human. he said it saved my life rather than I oh, used I it see. and I saved my own life with a black pudding. I think yeah. <laughs> he's implying that it did something. That there was some choice just, involved on the part of the black pudding. just lay there. Do you think you could take one as one a one that big? Could you take it on as hand luggage, or would that be regarded as something you Ooh. could potentially hijack a plane with as a weapon? Well, the twelve-inch black pudding. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I think there would be other well. problems with it. Not so much the use as a weapon, but I think I think yeah, it's probably contraband. Stuffs. You know. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think you <laughs> I can, love that word, but I, I don't think you can take foodstuffs to different countries very easily. I mean, if I no. know nothing from watching, um, what's it called? The uh, we don't know the border, title. Border control. Well, I do know this border control. Yeah, my wife watches it sometimes. Well, I have a nightmare when sending hampers abroad for this reason. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Does that sound a bit elitist? Yeah. Sounds like I didn't a, mean to. They're not like expensive hampers. Sounds like a really gentle nightmare, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So with the 12-inch black pudding, how on earth am I going to secrete it about my person? <laughs> Good question. Well, I'll well, put... Uh, <laughs> 8 <laughs> No, don't text it. <laughs> Absolute. 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 Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So that apparently, pudding. this Chris McCabe, the butcher of Totnes, yeah, as I believe Chaucer called him, the butcher of Totnes <laughs> sounds like yeah. one, a, an episode of uh, Murder Case Book, the yeah. part, famous part work. <laughs> he uh, he said, it, he, I mean, he could have died very easily. It was minus twenty in the freezer. Mm. He had half an hour in those temperatures oh, to okay. get out. Apparently. And he said he was very lucky because they sell about two or three each week and of the, black the large black puddings, and that was the last one. Right. So, you know, had that third customer gone there the day before... It doesn't bear thinking about it. it Somebody thought right. I'd have two this week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, the big week yeah. with black pudding for me. Fortunately, no-one's texted in yet with suggest. Oh, no, there is someone, but I'm not reading that out. No, no, no I was... did think it was, it, it was, yeah. it was, it was rash. And yeah. When I played in... Uh, you know, I'm quite a sporty type. I used to play in a cribbage league oh, yeah. in the West Midlands. Do you know cribbage? No. Nope. Yes, I do. It's a card game. You play with a pegboard. Oh, well. is it? 15-2, uh, 15-4, 15, 15-6. Three's 9 3's a dozen, and one for his knob. Be a tip of class. That'd be a good hand. Anyway, so... Um, Speaking for yourself. We're still on air. Are we still on air? We're still on air. Oh, are we? And we always, after every cribbage game, cheese and onion sandwiches and black pudding. That was every week. And I don't... I Even talking about it now... Sounds like the worst night of my life. (laughs) 
I can feel my How's mouth. How's pudding served? Is it as a sandwich or No, it's black just pudding? sliced on a plate and you can't... Oh, I mean, lovely. I, to be honest, I often put it on the sandwich with the cheese and onion. Good. Oh, It was the most... My mouth is physically watering now. Right. About. Honestly, I need... You know those tubes you get at the dentist? Yeah. <laughs> I really need one of those. A, a, a black pudding tube for when I talk about black pudding. Yeah. I do. I um, my mouth. I'm having to swallow my own juices, saliva. What a night that was. So yeah. So um, it was all uh, goodness. I tell you what. I was. I went to um, West Bromwich Albion versus Man United over the Christmas period. Oh yeah. And I pulled up onto the car park. I'd got a call from Adrian Childs, my compadre, saying uh, what um, what bay. Will you be parking in on the car park? So I told him the number of the bay. Did he text or call? He he texted. Okay. And he was next. He was waiting for me to arrive oh. with a a plastic bag. And I said, "What is it?" And uh, he said, "Open your boot." So I opened my boot, and it was um, it was. I have become obsessed with aubergine. Oh yeah. And he had made. He, he had cooked like a sort of specialist aubergine meal and he just put it oh, in the boot nice. and we closed it. It was a bit dark, it was wintry. <laughs> Few people looking, what's going on? Right, it yeah. was honestly like... Did you see Hard Son this week? No. Do you not see that about... It's a pro with um, no. Agnes Dane and... No, I didn't see it. He didn't, didn't. see that. It's about like... a. MI5 attracting oh, okay. that. Like, okay. it was is just it on like Channel that. 5? No. It's a BBC One. Okay, okay. No, I just, you watch a lot of Channel 5. <laughs> I love, actually, my, my family all laughed at me for liking it. <laughs> but, oh, that, you do like some funny things, Frank. I thought yeah. it was great. Okay. Try. Is it, is it a bit kind of gritty? So, like body oh, parts gritty? and boots and stuff like that. Gritty? Yeah. Well, don't you watch Mac Mafia, like one of the ones that everyone's talking about? I don't like the sound of Mac Mafia. It's great. Mafia sounds like. Um, but Mafia's great. Is it about the Scottish Mafia? <laughs> no, yes, there isn't a Scottish Mafia. Yeah, there is. Oh, is there? Yeah. Oh. There's an everything Mafia, isn't Yeah, it? absolutely. It's about the Russian Mafia. And they're called the Mafia. <laughs> yes, because yeah. the idea is that they're based on the principle of McDonald's, which is they work all around the world. Oh, they don't change their formula. Oh, Do you see? see. Oh, okay. Like a franchise, they're rolling it out like 100. franchisees. And somebody has Got to you. clean up every 15 minutes. <laughs> That's right, yeah. That's what the deal is, apparently, at McDonald's. And there's a, a star system for promising mm. yeah. members of staff in McMafia. And the interesting thing about the Russian Mafia is in the, uh, in the 90s, they used to give away a Little Mermaid toy. <laughs> <laughs> what about the hamburger? <laughs> what, what, is, what is that? Hamburglar was one of the toys they gave away. It's one oh, of my I don't favorites, remember yeah. the Hamburglar based yeah. on a burglar. It's a great pun. I don't know how, but he had. The, yeah. He had. I think he had the black and white stripy. He did. Really? Yeah. yeah. Hamburglar. So they gave away free, <laughs> free criminals at yeah. McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. Wow, eh? And what do you get now? The free um, a moped uh, crime. <laughs> Character. I, don't, I don't know why they're depicting their popular criminals now. Oh, it's I'm probably a guy at the computer, isn't it? I don't remember the McBurk. That's unbelievable. Yeah, he was one of the most popular characters. Everyone wanted a hamburger. Yeah, I don't but, think I've seen Frank as shocked as last year when we had to tell him that BHS had gone the way of the dodo. <laughs> Well, I'll have a filet thief please. Absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. 
Um, uh, we've received a text from 333, Frank. Mm. That is, um, it's it's only, only half bad. It's possibly important <laughs> for you to, uh, to to take on board. The Bell and Bear on Gorsty Hill in Blackheath mm. serve cheese, onion and black pudding cobs, which are apparently the best from Andy and Hale Zoin. Mm-hmm. I don't know, is that Blackheath in the Midlands? Or? Yes, it's very I, I, uh, in the very depths of the black country. Yeah. Oh. But good info for you since uh, even the memory of them make your mouth water. So, yes. you know, good to know. Um, well, you were given the, I suppose in case there's any vegetarians in the uh, Cribbage League. <laughs> the um, black pudding was served separately on those occasions. Would it just have been put on a tray? Like a load it's of on a discs? Plate. Of on a plate. Like a load, on a, on like a a load of discs, yeah. Like biscuits. Like, like when you see coins in a pirate film. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like that. Very good. My yeah. daughter likes black pudding, and occasionally, if we're eating she out, is. she will have ordered, like, um, orders. <laughs> she'll have, like, a croissant with jam. And then somebody will have black pudding on a breakfast and she'll say, oh, can I have that? And, of course, children, they don't care about, like, what's first and what's seconds, like, you know, the order of meals. Mm. Well, I will eat. She will eat black pudding in a jammy croissant, which not (laughs) many adults are doing that, are they? I'll tell you what you could do for her, though, for a special occasion, is buy some chocolate coins, take the chocolate out, <laughs> put black pudding oh, in. Oh, that would be good. the paperback on. What oh, that would be very good. disappointment that would be. It's a bit labour-intensive for me. I'm less, you know, engaged as a parent, but Imagine it sounds good. putting that in someone's good. Christmas stockings. That'd be a nice surprise. <laughs> if I wouldn't, I wouldn't <laughs> if put... If they'd be naughty. I wouldn't put my black pudding in anyone's stockings. Oh. 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 Heavens. I am... Um, um, yes, so uh, <laughs> that's that. And um, thank you so much for listening to us this week. Much appreciato, <laughs> as they say at the Vatican. And um, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio.